Welcome to Health Matters at Sargent College. The mission of Sargent College is to advance, preserve, disseminate, and apply knowledge in the health and rehabilitation sciences. BU's Sargent College strives to create an environment that fosters critical and innovative thinking to best serve the healthcare needs of society. Each episode of Health Matters at Sargent College will include faculty, students, or alumni who will share their knowledge with you. I'm Karen Jacobs, the Associate Dean of Digital Learning and Innovation at Sargent College, and I'll be your moderator for each episode. Welcome to this episode of Health Matters at Boston University's Sargent College. I'm Karen Jacobs and I'll be the moderator. Dara is our guest today and I'm so excited to have her introduce herself. She's a physical therapist, but she's doing some very interesting, um, I guess beyond the scope of perhaps what she learned when she was in physical therapy school. So tell us about yourself. For, um, and thank you for being a guest on Health Matters. Hi, Karen. It's so great to be here. I'm really excited to share some of my experiences with you and all who are listening today. Um, like you said, my name is Dara Italian. I am a lecturer in the Sargent College and um, relatively new addition. I started here about a year ago now, and um, most of my clinical expertise was at Spalding Rehab Hospital, um, where I specialized in prosthetics. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy to be here today and, and chat with you a little bit about that. So when you were at Spalding, you learned about prosthetics, which is an area of expertise that typically physical therapists uh, are not involved in. So how, when you were at Spalding, did you develop that expertise? So when I was a um, completing, when I was completing my internship in my last year of physical therapy school, I was at Spalding Rehab Hospital in Charlestown and I was an inpatient uh, physical therapist. Um, and I happened to be there at a time where uh, there was a lot of need for rehabilitation for amputees as the Boston Marathon bombing took place in April of 2013. And so I happened to have my license for all of about two months when the bombing happened. And so I was kind of just thrown into this field, not really knowing much more than what I had learned in physical therapy school, which honestly wasn't really that much. So I, um, quickly took over a caseload where every single one of my patients um, had a traumatic amputation. And I excelled my learning by really a lot of interdisciplinary collaboration. I spoke with lots of prosthetists. I uh, was mentored very quickly by a lot of the senior physical therapists there and um, just kind of learned by doing. It was a very, very exciting and rewarding experience. It made me feel like I was giving back to my community in ways that I wouldn't normally have had the opportunity to do. And, um, you know, in a time surrounded by a lot of concern and 
just feeling like you wanted to help in some way, this was, you know, this was basically dropped into my lap and it was a really, really rewarding experience for me. Yes, thank you. Um, I did not realize that it was in relationship to um, the marathon bombing. Um, and so you were um, one of the frontline people helping uh, people who were injured in the marathon. So thank you so very much. It was absolutely my pleasure. I wish I could, I wish I could have done more in all honesty, but it was, um, I developed a lot of really great relationships with um, the folks that I met there and was, was really happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you again. So prosthetics. Um, my only experience as an occupational therapist was just attending um, a, a clinic in Jaipur, India called Jaipur Foot. And I was quite amazed by um, the development of prosthetics for many, many people in India and then around the globe who come to that, that center. So you um, have worked at Spalding um, and in that role in, in uh, creating prosthetics, but you're also part of a, a global community and have done presentations. So what is the global, I guess, society or association related to prosthetics? And can you share what you've presented? Sure, so um, I, I think it was in 2014, I present a, presented a um, case study along with a few physicians and prosthetists that were involved in the caring of these, um, one of the survivors of the Boston Marathon bombing. And this was at the um, American Orthotics and Prosthetics Association. So kind of similar to, um, you know, AOTA or similar to the APTA, um, it's basically like a, you know, a, a national organization for the orthotics and prosthetics um, practitioners. And so there we kind of collaborated to present to a large audience on the sort of a lot of the considerations and um, practical matters associated with treating folks that were um, impacted by the Boston Marathon bombing and sort of like what were some of the new technologies that were employed, what were some of the training methods that we used. And, um, you know, I presented my piece along with physicians who presented some unique things to consider and from a surgical perspective and prosthetists also presented on some barriers and, and assets to obtaining prosthetics for these individuals. So it was really like a multidisciplinary approach and it was quite an interesting presentation. I really enjoyed being a part of it. So um, why, I'm, I wanna look it up. I don't know if it was recorded. Um, is, is it possible to share from your perspective as a physical therapist, your contribution, uh, maybe your distinct contribution in this, um, it sounds like it's interprofessional, interdisciplinary yes. um, in this case study. So as a, a physical therapist, what was sort of your distinct contribution? So um, for the most part, it was really just, you know, for these particular patients, there was a huge, um, as you can imagine, the, the, some of the challenges that they were dealing with went beyond even sort of the physical barriers of, of 
their amputation and, and, you know, there was a lot of PTSD associated with, um, with their injury and that presented some barriers in their rehabilitation. Um, so from, as a physical therapist, it was my role to find a way to really connect with these folks individually and figure out how I could, how I could get them through the harder days and through the more, um, through some of the easier days and get them on really a structured plan and a routine plan to get them better, faster. Um, you know, this was a really, it was complex in the sense that there were not only were there, you know, there's these internal stressors, but from an external perspective, I felt like a lot of these folks dealt with the pressures of media following them a lot. And so that also kind of impacted their rehab process as well. So it was just a very unique situation, I think, to be a part of and to really think about, um, you know, some of these barriers and how they might be different from typical patients dealing with an, a new amputation. Um, so just kind of using things in their past, using motivating factors to get them to participate in therapy and really like hone in on those positive days and then take a few steps back on some of the days where they needed maybe a little bit of time to, to adjust to their new situation. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So I just want to go back to um, prosthetics in general. Um, who typically goes into that field? Is there, you know, um, certain backgrounds of people who are interested in, in going into prosthetics? Because again, as a physical therapist, it's not typically a, uh, a physical therapist who goes into this field. So I am, I'm a physical therapist that that treats patients with amputations. I provide some assistance when it comes to recommending various componentry or um, you know, executing various standardized outcome measures that help patients um, obtain prosthetics that would be appropriate for their functional level. I'm not the person that, go, that fabricates um, prosthetics, but I do work really closely with prosthetists who are the ones that actually fabricate the prostheses. Um, so, um, so I guess, you know, I have a, a few friends that are actual prosthetists and I would say that, um, when you ask about who typically goes into these fields, I would say that it's probably anybody who's mechanically inclined, which is funny because I am the least mechanically inclined person probably that you will ever meet. So it's kind of surprising that I actually went into this field. Um, I think that it was something that was always very interesting to me when I was a student um, of physical therapy, but when I was kind of immersed into this, it became this, um, I mean, it just became this world that I just want, I just couldn't know, I couldn't know enough about it. I needed to know more. I was constantly researching on my own time. I was shadowing prosthetists during my, you know, when I wasn't in the clinic, um, I went to various, um, I went to the amputee coalition conference, um, probably in either 2014 or 2015. And, you know, I just, I just couldn't get enough of it. I just wanted to know more. I had this like hunger to know more all the time. So, um, I guess it was sort of like a self-driven thing based on, based on what I had experienced in, as a young new therapist. Um, but there's certainly a lot of different avenues for somebody who wants to get involved with it. There are many different avenues for one to take. Um, 
Could you share those with us? Because I think our listeners and not just, you know, physical therapists, but occupational therapists and other people in rehab uh, might want to develop an expertise in working with people um, who uh, have a prosthetic. Sure. Um, so the MPT Coalition Conference is something that the um, MPT Coalition puts out every year. Although, geez, I don't know now that I'm thinking during COVID times, I'm not sure when they're thinking about picking up with those. Um, but that would be the first place to start is to sign up for their email and newsletter. They come out with, I think it's a monthly newsletter. Um, and then there are some other organizations called like First, I forget what the actual name of it is, but they do things like First Dance or First Swim. And they actually assist folks who have amputations in achieving some of these things that they used to find a lot of joy in, such as like dancing and swimming, um, skiing. They have a lot of other events that go on, you know, multiple times throughout the year. So that would be another newsletter that I would suggest people follow up with. Um, I would say that if you could take any continuing education courses with um, places like Autobach or Oser, they have some wonderful resources on um, students or therapists that are interested in learning more about how to treat those folks and then also learning about some of the technology that can sometimes be a barrier to treating those folks if you if you're not really sure on what what some of the components do I think that's a really great place to to get started I'm happy to send along some of those resources too after um, after the meeting so that if you wanted to attach those to this podcast I'm happy to to send those along to some of those resources. That would be great because we'll have a description with the podcast. So um, anybody who's interested, well, we're coming to the conclusion of the podcast. Um, and I wanna thank you for all that you're doing and continue to do being uh, a faculty member at Sargent College. And this was fascinating learning about how you got involved and learning about this is an area um, that any of our students at Sargent College might find interesting and develop the expertise like you have. Absolutely, and I'm happy to connect with any of those students who are interested. It's uh, my pleasure to be a faculty member here in Sargent, and I just look forward to supporting all of our students, no matter the discipline um, and no matter what field they want to get into. And if they want to get into prosthetics, great, I'm happy to help. Uh, well, thank you so much. And I want to thank our listeners for listening to this episode of Health Matters at BU Sargent College. Thanks so much. Thank you.